Mysterious Woods, a podcast by Squatch Dogs. There are many a great mystery on this planet, but none so compelling as those that happen in the cover of darkness. The woods will come alive as we unravel the secret she holds. Here are your hosts, Ann Walls and Big Dog Mendoza. then i guess i'll start you must have my throat's a little sore all right hold on do re mi fa sol la ti do okay bumblebee 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 are you mo Kenny's going to be like, me and Logan don't do, me and Logan don't do that kind of crap. Well, that's because we're professionals. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Mysterious Woods. I am your host, Anne. And Big Dog. And Big Dog. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, we get to talk about your Marfa Light adventure. Yeah, so I went a couple years back with my cousin, and we sat there pretty much all day and night. Well, we got there, not all day, but we got there during the, when it was still light out, you know, so we could get a lay of the land. And then uh, it got dark, and I just basically just sat there. They got, like, some benches and stuff you can sit on. And uh, I sat there. The first time for, I think, till about 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, we finally left. But I didn't see anything that time. Uh, there's a freeway not too far from there. And if you don't know where that freeway is, you can get uh, freaked out by, look, there's lights. But there's not really <laughs> lights. You just got to know where that freeway is. So uh, we went back recently, me, Trita, and her kids. We went to check it out, and uh, I think we got there about right when it was starting to get dark already. And, you know, the kids were walking around reading the, they got like little plaques and stuff you can read. Because there's history, you know, they've been there for a long time. And uh, people have been reporting lights out there for forever, since the cowboy days. The cowboy days. Is that Dallas Cowboy Days or the Yeah <laughs> Oh those cowboys. Okay, I got you. Yeah, the ones that rope cows and stuff like <laughs> Cause they got some pictures of like chuck wagons and stuff like that over there. But uh this time we were looking up at the sky because it was pretty first it was cloudy, then it kind of cleared up and you could see satellites and stuff flying over but man them stars were super bright and uh in the corner of my eye i kept seeing something red flashing off in the distance and i thought it was like tail lights but it wasn't where the where the freeway is and i kind of looked and it would kind of blink and i said woman look over there woman <laughs> babe look over there and she turned around and uh 
And sure enough, these lights, they, it was, they were changed colors. They went from like red to blue and then they would go to like white. That's well, weird. Not like white, but kind of like an old car's headlights. You know, that yeah. yellowish. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Or like a nine volt flashlight battery. You know, those. Uh, yeah, and then uh, it's. It was just sit there for a little while, just change colors. And then after a while, another one would appear. And at one time, there was like three of them. And then they started moving around. And it was, that's when I started freaking out. I was like, what? Yeah. And I was I was trying to uh, make sense of it. I was like, man, that's got to be somebody out there with a dune buggy or something. But you could not hear no motors. Uh, and I had night vision, but, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't that good. I mean, I could see out there further, but uh, it was just like a bright light. It was like, for, I think they're like second generation night vision. Or... So did it seem like they were close to you? Uh, there was a one time when it looked like it was getting closer to it. It, it was kind of far off in the distance, but it was like one time it looked like it was coming towards us. And I've had other people tell me that they've come really close before. Uh, you know, like other visitors. Yeah. Saying they've. They've come right up to here. And I was like, whoa. And then I've even had uh, uh, another friend of mine say that, uh, you remember how you were talking about like a light that came on the hood of, of, of yeah. They said that they were there on a field trip and one came chasing the bus and it went inside the bus. And I was like, what? That's crazy. I said, how are you not going to believe my Bigfoot stories, but you had some crazy <laughs> light coming into your bus? Right. That's the <laughs> truth. And, you know, I think I think I was talking to uh, Daniel about that. You know, here we are. We've both had encounters and we know it's real and we expect other people to believe us because why would we lie? I know I have no reason to lie whatsoever. And, but then when someone else tells me a story about UFOs, I go, yeah, OK. <laughs> Yeah, right. So I'm the same way. I'm like, why do we do that? It's so rude. But it I think is. it's I think it's because we just hear so many outlandish stories that you just think your rational mind just can't grasp it. Right. You know? So yes. so how long did those lights uh stay up in the sky like that? They weren't in the sky, they were on the ground. On the ground. Yeah. They were, they, if, if I had to say, like, try to make sense, like I said, it looked like a dune buggy was driving around out there. Did they disappear all at once or one by one? Uh, they disappeared that they flashed like all at once and they were different patterns, but when they finally left, it was like, they just kind of faded and then they, yeah. they were gone and we just sat there waiting. So when it started... I'd say it went on for about 10 to 15 minutes. It's pretty long time. I, yeah, I was trying to go live, but uh, my video camera on my phone wouldn't, it wouldn't pick them up. So I figured I could just describe what I was seeing. Yeah, I saw that when you went live, I was watching and 
I didn't see anything. Yeah, I was trying to focus, and then I tried to take pictures, and then I turned I turned off the live, and I was trying to think maybe I could use the the camera on the phone because it's not it's a the Note Nine, and it's supposed to have a pretty good camera, but you know the night camera sucks. It's hard to take a picture of something moving too, so you can get a good night vi a night picture, but nothing can move. Or it'll do that streaky picture. In the paranormal and, world, people call that a, a vortex. <laughs> yeah, it was a vortex scene. <laughs> I guess trying to sound paranormal. Uh, yeah, it's just an anomaly of the camera. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, the kids were freaking out. Treat was freaking out. It was, uh, it was crazy. Did they scream? No, they were they were excited because I was I was like, all right, kids, we're gonna go see the, these lights and uh, all you know, dad like. They're, they're good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they're, they're great kids though, and uh, I'm like, hey, uh, so there's a chance that we might not see anything, and you know, some yeah. last time I, last time I was out here, I didn't see anything, and you know, I didn't want to get their hopes up, but. When they when we saw the lights, we were all freaking out. We were like, "Oh man, look at that!" There was some other people there, and they were trying to take pictures too. And and they were like, "Hey, are y'all seeing that?" And they wouldn't even talk to us. So wow. yeah, they were stunned. <laughs> they were stunned. I should have grabbed their wallet. Maybe they were. <laughs> Maybe they were being hypnotized by aliens. I don't know. I don't know if they're aliens. I mean, why would Ooh. alien? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you never know, but uh, I don't think they would run around in the desert like that. If I was alien, I want to chill somewhere nice, you know. Not like, in Marfa. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. Well, it's, you it's know like, what, though, big dog? It's like you said that there's a, a place there and it talks about the history. Did you take any pictures of that? Yes. There should be some in the live video that I did. Okay. And it was and they, they don't have lights at the place, so when it's dark, it's dark. They just have, like, lights for the stairs, and they got lights in the bathroom. But outside, no lights. So I was trying to take pictures and trying to do video or whatever, and yeah. so I had to turn the light on on my camera. And it's like when you walk in the movie theater with your flashlight, everybody's <laughs> turning around looking at you like, yes, dude. Or when you're Bigfooting and you blind everyone with that white light. Or with your neck light that I got, y'all. I love that thing. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I wear my, I wear mine at work, and then, uh, I, but I'll put it on the side of my head, like, uh, for on yeah. the glasses, and I'll look at somebody and like, do you mind? I go, no, go ahead. <laughs> Why do you always sound white when you make? Because uh, it's white people that say, oh, do you white, mind? okay. Do you mind? If it was a Mexican, I'd be like, hey, Holmes, get that light on my face. Well, um, I'll tell you what. I don't know if it's because we've been talking about it a lot, but we've been talking a lot about these lights. And now I am just more than determined, one, to see them because I've never seen them. And two, I want to know what they are. It's driving me mad. I don't know, but my mom told me a story about them recently. Oh, 
And I and I I don't know if you saw when I posted uh, about orbs and and you know in the middle of the day. There was like a video. Somebody filmed an orb during the day. Oh really? Yeah. And somebody else told me about orbs in the middle of the day, and I was kind of like, yeah, okay, yeah, right. You know, that's not possible. <laughs> but somebody filmed it in the middle of the day. It's on my uh, on my uh, wall. I guess they call it for Facebook stuff. Yeah. So what did your uh, mom say? Well, I showed my mom. She was telling me the story, and then I showed her that video, and she said, yes, that's exactly what I saw. So my mom was telling me a story about when she was younger, my dad was starting, you know, they wrote letters back in the days, like handwritten letters, and um, then they'd have, they'd yeah. have somebody. <laughs> so my mom even still has some of those letters. It's so funny because... My dad couldn't write or whatever, so he had somebody do it for him, and her parents found out, and they were like, hmm, maybe we should send her away, you know, for a couple weeks. You know, maybe she'll forget about this dude. And uh, so they sent my mom off to uh, San Angelo, I think. Yeah. And uh, she went to go stay. She said that was, like, her favorite aunt. So the aunt... And her her aunt was having man problems. <laughs> the way that she broke up with with her dude, she think my mom and them think that he had done some sort of uh, like witchcraft or cursed her, yeah, cursed her or something. Yeah. So uh, my mom said there was one night she was walking around in the house and when it was starting to get dark and she saw these orbs coming into the house. And go down the hall and like go into that her aunt's room, and my mom just freaked out because she's never seen anything like that. And then uh, I think her cousins or whatever had seen it before, and they were like, "Don't look at them! Don't look at them! Don't look at them!" You know. And my mom just watched these lights go into the into her room, and just like, "Whoa!" And my mom's like, "Yeah, I think they're evil spirits because." Probably. That's why my mom was saying uh, that he was doing witchcraft to her because she said that sometimes my aunt would walk off or go sit somewhere by herself and just start laughing out loud, like LOLing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like she said she would just sit there and laugh and laugh. And then my mom was like looking at her like, you know, what the heck? Her cousins are like, oh, it's okay. You know, she's kind of going through some stuff right now and then she'll start crying like bad like my mom said she'd start crying so bad that at first my mom thought she was praying or whatever you know you know some people get emotional when they're praying especially when they're going through some stuff you know yeah so that's what my mom thought it was but you know and then she would just start laughing and then crying and it was just and then she said she would just come in and like nothing happened like hey kids what's going on you know like nothing happened. She didn't have any kind of history of mental disorders. And, and see, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, well, maybe she was going through some sort of uh, mental breakdown. Yeah, mental breakdown, or you know what is what they call it uh, when you start freaking losing your mind. Like a psychotic episode. Yeah, something like that. Or... Yeah, but think about it. I mean, your family. I mean, is she Hispanic? Yeah. 
I mean, think about all the superstition surrounding, you know, the Latino world, Latino world, Latin world, whatever the hell. Um, I never know the right word to say. Um, so much superstition in witchcraft. And oh, yeah. if she genuinely thought there was a hex on her or a spell on her, it could drive her to the point of madness. Yeah, it could. It's You know, especially when... You know, everything is back in the day like that, and you don't have too much information about what could be going on. She could have just been having some sort of, uh, you know, maybe like a brain tumor or something. Yeah. But, you know, how do you explain the lights? Yeah, because everybody's seen them. Yeah. That's everybody. true. That's true. And, hmm. then the, and then the lights are going into, into her room. And, I mean, it could be where she had a medical you know, issue, and then these lights just happen to, you know, coincidence and everything, but, you know, like you said, there's, we're very superstitious, and kind of, we kind of put it all together and be, you know, hey, she's cursed, or, you know, because that guy wanted to get back with my aunt, and she didn't want anything to do with him, so. My gosh. Um, I wish, though, that I would see some lights. Like right now I'm looking across the street and I see my neighbor with this flashlight. So I guess that really doesn't count. No, no. That, that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Because when you actually see them, you hope that there's somebody with lights. Right. <laughs> you know, I, when we saw the ones in Marfa, I was trying to say, man, that's got to be somebody in a dune buggy or something. But you would see them bouncing. They were bouncing, and then they were moving and zigzagging, but they weren't moving like a dune buggy would, or or like one of those yeah. little side by sides, because they would Weird. they would move sideways really fast, like almost kind of like how a UFO would move and zigzag. It it was moving unnatural. Like if it was a motorized vehicle, it couldn't move like that. I do remember how how long this has been going on. What it said on the, in the uh, observatory? I guess since the first settlers is when they started recording. Uh, oh, okay. Whoa, okay. Yeah, so, and okay. I'm sure that the Native Americans have stories about that, but, you know, like being superstitious, uh, they think that it's, uh, probably think it's spirits. I don't know, I'd have to ask, but. But, I'm I mean, just... it would make sense that it's spirits, because if you're talking about the first settlers, there's no technology then. No. There's no cars. There's no doom buggies. They're they, missing out. Right. I don't know. Maybe one day we can uh, figure this out. What do we got to do, big dog? Rent a plane? I don't know if you could <laughs> see it from the air. I mean, looking down, it would probably look like a car. It would probably look weird, you know, like uh, if you're looking from a plane, it would look like a weird dune buggy going through the woods <laughs> i'm just trying to think what you know what what if what about using FLIR? there has been people that tried using that and they said they don't get a uh they get no readings ha <sighs> well yeah. shoot yeah because i had a, another buddy talk about i was we were talking about the lights uh we were camping and and he told me he's seen him, and he got his flare out and tried to see if he could get a reading, and he couldn't get anything. 
That is interesting because if you and I are out in the woods and it's nighttime, I have my FLIR and you have your flashlight on. I can see your flashlight. Yeah, because the flashlight gets hot. Yeah, these aren't getting hot. No. Or I could see them. No, they're pure energy or something. I don't know. Well, we're pure energy. I don't know. Oh, God, it's going to drive me mad. I'm telling you. I want to know what they are. How do you think I felt? I saw them and I'm That's and true. I was going crazy. I'm like, what the hell is that? And and when they uh, first told me about it, I didn't believe them. And I seen a Bigfoot a couple, <laughs> I think about a month or a couple months before. Wait, like, what? Yeah, that's when I had that sighting, my first sighting, and then, oh, I'm, okay, you mean the first? No, yeah, wait. The, You've yeah, only the, had one Bigfoot sighting, right? Well, the second one, I don't know what to make of it, but you know, it was too quick. But yeah, when I had the first one, uh, I'd say a couple months later, realistically, a couple months later, that's when I. Uh, I started hearing about the lights. Okay, I got you. So, and then I was giving them a hard time. You know, they're lightning bugs. There are people out there with wood, you know, with flashlights in the woods. Yeah. And they're oh, like, is it wooded? Oh, not, not, not Marfa, but the, oh, the okay. ones that I saw out here in Sammy, at the Sam. In the Sam. <laughs> yeah, so the ones, the ones I've seen out there was wooded. Okay, so let me get a timeline because I think I'm a little confused. You said your second sighting, your second Bigfoot sighting? My second Bigfoot sighting was in New Mexico. Okay, and that is when you went to visit Trita? There was a conference out there. Okay, last year? Uh, No, not well, there was one last year, but I didn't go to that one. Okay, so... You went, the first time you went to Marfa was before that? Mm-hmm. Okay, Marfa, Bigfoot sighting, number one or number two? Uh, number two. Number two. Then you went back to Marfa recently. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's when I got to see the lights. Well, you know, there's a lot of stories where people say, I saw these lights in the woods. And then, bam, there was a Bigfoot. Yeah, I, th- I thought of that, too, when I was out there in Marfa. I was like, all right, guys, don't freak out if something big and hairy starts walking around <laughs> out there. It's in the desert. Yeah, and then my night vision died on me, so it was bad. So what color do you think a, a desert Bigfoot would be? Sand color? Probably like, a, <laughs> yeah, I would say tan. Because like, there's coyotes and stuff that run out there, and if they don't move, you won't see them. Okay, I was just being silly. Oh, I thought we were being scientific. No, I was just being silly. There's no rhyme or reason. They probably look like tumbleweeds or sage. Yes, tumbleweeds. That's what they are. Well, I don't know. I really want to go out to that spot that Shelly took us to where you saw the lights. Yeah. With the Garrett's. I guess you were with the Garrett's. Yeah, they're the ones that told me about it at first. And I like want to go. And like I said, I didn't believe them. I thought, well, I'm not. I was. Just, it was just hard to 
to comprehend. I was like, what do you mean? Yes. Yeah. It just didn't make sense. And it still doesn't. Even though I've yeah. seen them, I don't know what the heck I saw. I don't know what they are. Same way with Bigfoot. Yeah. And then Even chasing after. You know. Wait, did you chase after any lights ever? Yes. Okay. I ran after me and Brandon. That was back when I could run. Now I look like a <laughs> a pimp limp. Me when too, I walk but around. I don't care. But back back in the day, me and uh, me and Brandon were running after them full speed, and we we're jumping over logs, and we we're moving on them, and they would move. After they did that, like two or three times, that's when I froze and said, "Yo, something's wrong, dude." And we stopped, and we tried to turn around and go back, and we were surrounded by those lights, and we didn't know how, which direction close, to go. How close were they to you? Uh, when we were getting closer to them, I'd say the closest that we got, maybe about 10, 10 feet, maybe. Really? Yeah, because it would be like right around the tree, you know, like behind a tree. And then we'd get there and it, you'd see it jump into another tree or zoom into another tree. Or even sometimes it would just turn off and then appear somewhere else. And I was so like... You know, in the in the at the end, you know, it's that big circle. Uh huh. Um, what if you just stood there? I did that the last couple of times. And. And I could see him. So I what if you stood there. there with your arms out, down, so they could see you didn't have anything on you, and you just waited? Wonder if they'll come closer. I'm just willing to try anything, whatever. I want to yeah, see I, I don't know, maybe because maybe because they were running away from us or zooming away from us or flying away from us. Because we just were weird. Them. It is. It makes no sense. You're right. I mean, you've seen them and I haven't, and it still makes no sense to me. And I have a video of the whole thing, and I gotta find it. But it's it's uh, so on the video when I I have like these cheap uh, night vision goggles. There, you can get them at. Uh, like a toy they were like kids spy toys or whatever the night vision worked good so if you upgraded the IR to like a real nice one and got like an IR flashlight man it worked really good and uh, so I was able to put the camera behind it behind the uh, um, night vision and record but it it wasn't anything amazing or whatever. You could just see lights, and then you could—they didn't really move. And then, you know, I was like, I'm not gonna sit here and walk around with this, you know, goggles in the front and the camera <laughs> behind it. And then I was like, that's when I was like, dude, let's just go see if we can catch it or whatever. That's when we started moving towards it. And that—that play—that is a weird spot though, because yes, there was. It is. There was one time I went early in the morning hunting in that area. And right when I got to the bottom, there was this weird scream. And it was freezing when I went. There was there was like ice all on the ground. When I heard that scream, I started running towards it. And uh, on the other side, it, it it's kind of like it goes down and then it comes up on the other side. Kind of like a, I don't know, they call it a holler, I guess. Yeah. And, different parts and uh there was like this weird scrape like something's lost traction yeah on the other side and it was about the size of a, 
of a, you know, like a foot. It was, but I mean, you can't tell how big it was because it was a slide, but. Yeah. And uh, that's the only thing I could find. And it was, I'm not saying it was a, a Bigfoot or anything. I don't know what it was, but the scream was weird. What it did wasn't, it sound like? It wasn't like a, uh, it sounded like a, uh, kind of like a yawn. Uh, like it was a, like a. a like the lion from Wizard of Oz. Yeah, like a goofy line. It didn't sound, it sounded weird, not scary. So yeah. I guess that's why I chased after it. Now, if it was like, Whoa, I probably would be oh. like, you know what? I probably should leave that guy alone. That sounded like the beginning of one of those songs that you would sing. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, really, 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 Mr. Big Dog, Mr. Big Dog, will you take me to see the lights? Yeah, it's it's spooky. The last time I went, see the lights are always in this one direction. And then the last time I went, uh, they were coming up behind us and they were never done that before. Behind you? In that yeah. spot where Shelly took us? Yeah. Really? They were always in this one certain direction and then we stopped going because they started coming behind us and you know, I was with Bob, and usually that's like a, a you know, a tactical deal, you know, where they're coming up, you know, what do they, what do they call it when uh, they're coming up behind you? Yeah, know. ambush. Ambush. <laughs> yeah. So he, did, he got this, he got the heebie-jeebies, I got the heebie-jeebies, because he got the heebie-jeebies, and we ended up getting out of there. Because a lot of times I could just go over there, sit down, and just watch. And you'd watch these lights move. It was so weird. It was What weird. color were they? A lot of them are, are uh, like that yellowy, uh, whitish. Yeah. But, okay. uh, and then, you know, moving from tree to tree. And then some will just sit still for a long time. And then... You'll see it like dim out and then it'll appear somewhere else. You know, it's just there's no pattern because um, I always try to figure out a pattern of stuff when yeah. I look weird stuff. And, and I just could not get one at all. It's, it was weird. I'm trying to think of light sources that would that you could use that do not emit a beam. But I, I can't think of one laser don't they admit a beam though from the, oh, uh, the I pin uh i guess they do they have to i don't know i never looked directly into a laser well i used to have this guy shine one in, in my windows after shooting after he would shoot his gun and uh yeah it seems like i remember seeing a beam that's kind of a threat uh, hence the reason I call the cops that don't do anything about it. But I digress. Well, I've seen lights, not like what you described. I've seen lights in the sky that, and I'm not talking about stars and planets. <laughs> I've seen um, things out here that 
I don't know what they were. Um, I remember Kenny and I were on the patio one night and I was hugging him and I looked up and I saw this. It was kind of like a falling star, except it was like literally right there, right there, like in the tree line. And it was big. And I don't know what that was. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it dissipated, but I have no idea what that was. No, and it that's... was yellow. Oh, I've had some creepy things. You know, my mom lives in Bastrop. And I moved out there in, I want to say, 89. And now, as a lot of people know, I am a city girl. I am not a country girl. I did not grow up in the country. I love the country, and I'll never go back to the city, but I was raised in Houston. So being out in the country was a definite weird experience for me. Um, so I was working in Austin, and it's probably about 30, 40 minutes away where I was working. And it was about midnight, and I was coming home. And I turned down my mom's. Well, first of all, I got lost because this was my first night to drive uh, back to Bastrop. And I got lost, pitch dark. I thought I, I was on the right road. I turned down this road and came across a cemetery. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and this is, this is wrong. This is wrong. So I turned around and then I, I got back on the right road. And, um, well, when I turned onto my mom's dirt road, her, uh, driveway, it doesn't go in like mine. Like you can get off the street. Hers doesn't do that. You're, you're on the street when you pull into her driveway. And right when I was about to turn to get my car to go towards the gate, this flash of green light went flying past my window and it I remember like it didn't light up the interior of my car it was just this weird green big old light that just went right on past my passenger side window and then it was gone when I pulled up I started honking the horn and I was yelling mom mom and the house is pretty far from the driveway and she was yelling you gotta get that gate yourself I was like no mom (laughs) and so I got out I finally got the nerve to get out of the car and I went and opened the gate and I went inside and I told her what I saw and my mom she always says stuff like oh you girls because she's talking about me and my sister the stories that y'all have and um, she just didn't believe me. But that's what I saw. Man. Yeah. It scared me pretty bad that that night uh, she had the windows open. Because it was cool outside. Yeah. And I closed them damn windows. Did no thank have, you. Did she have her windows open? All the windows in the house were open and she had the room that I was staying in because I had just moved back from Michigan. Um, My mom actually came up there and got my ass. I was 21. She says, you ain't got no business living up here by yourself. I'm like, well, I was having fun, but okay. 
So she literally made me move back to Texas. And so um, I just moved there and all the windows were open when I got home from work. And after that, I closed my bedroom windows. There was no way I was going to let some green ass light come into my room. Yeah, but they could go through the other windows. Well, I don't know anything about that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like they're going to walk up and your windows closed and you're like, we just wanted her. You like, know hey. what? Nuh-uh. You know what? I've I've heard some stories. Uh, not anyone I know personally. I'm talking about on other shows. I've heard stories of people saying, well, I was sleeping and these little gray men were just in my living room. And I'm like, what do you mean they were just in your living room? They just appeared? Like they can just come into your house whenever they damn well please? No, thank you. They better not come in my house. If they do, I know they better, why. They better start I, cleaning. I know what they'll hear if they come into your house. What were they? Safe player. No, they're safe player. Safe player. What you doing in here? What y'all doing in here? Y'all better go home. Y'all better get up out of here. Get off y'all, my planet. Y'all off my. Y'all in the wrong hood. <laughs> I better go mess with some white folks. Y'all ain't mess uh, with me. Wait, why, why, why? They, they don't need us. Why? They do uh, though. Well, they don't got yards. May- oh my god, I was about to say maybe they need landscaping. <laughs> they don't got yards. We already been over there. We've been oh, there. Yeah. Like, okay. Like yo, this is underwater. What are we supposed to tram some? Uh, seaweed or some seaweed. What about you know flour tortillas? Maybe they were wanting some of those. Oh, everybody wants some of those. That, I yeah. Mean, I know. So, did have I ever told you about the lights that I've seen out here? Were they in the in the air? Yeah, it was. Um, well, we didn't actually see the light source. We just saw the light. So. It was me and my half-brother and my niece. We were sitting out here. Now, this is before the house was built, so it was really dark out here then. And I had built a um, little brick patio. It's about eight by eight, something like that. And we were sitting out there. We had the chimney going, and Kenny was inside the RV. And we're just talking. And then all of a sudden, there was this light that was shining on us and we all three looked up at the same time, but there was nothing there, but the light was like, um, it was round. And if you can picture like a checkerboard, so there was a light and then dark, a light and then dark all the way in a circle. And we just kind of looked at each other and I looked at my brother and I said, you saw that, right? He said, yeah. And I said, what was that? He said, I, I don't know. And then my niece, you know, she's special needs. And she was like, and what was that? And I said, I have no idea, but I think it might be time to go in. <laughs> and, you know, we live in a flight path from, uh, what's a dang, uh, Houston Intercontinental. Yeah. Is that the name of it now? I can't keep up. George Bush, Air, whatever the hell it is. I think this week it's George Bush. 
Uh, okay. <laughs> well, we live in the flight path, but I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting outside with just a fire going and every time a plane's gone over me, that's never, ever, ever, ever happened. Because if it did, I would react and look up. That has never happened. Wow. So we went inside and, you know, I didn't really care to, because uh, I want to tell you, you know, the Bigfoot thing, that's one thing. As everybody, hopefully everybody knows, I don't know if they do or not, but everybody should know that you and I are into Bigfoot. We go out into the woods, you know, and we look for it. And I just feel like that that's different because you and I both believe that this is a flesh and blood animal. So right. we can get away from it. Or but with point. these lights, huh? I said, yeah, because, uh, you know, I have a rule that if we're chasing after something or going to be around something, you got to be able to punch it, kick it, or stab it or shoot it. You know, if you can't do that, I don't want anything to do with whatever's out there. Exactly. I agree. And that's the way I feel about I mean, even though I really, really want to see these lights that you're talking about. But like that, to me, it came from the air, it came from the sky. And you know that I have those two big trees, one on one on each side of that patio. One is an oak and the other one is a sweet gum. I have those two big trees right there. So, you know, being wintertime, yeah, all the leaves were gone. Mm -hmm. But you still have this system of branches, and it was just so weird that whatever that was would make a pattern on us through all of the trees. It was just weird. Yeah, that is weird. So I said, uh, it's time to go in. This, I mean, I was thinking, oh, God, here we go. Redneck story. There I was in my RV. My <laughs> RV started shaking. <laughs> and I was up in the air. And, and I said, "Varmint, you better put me down right now." <laughs> yes, darn it! Get on down to him. <laughs> Get from him, Blail. Yeah, that's what I was picturing. But yeah, I mean, we've had a lot, a lot of stuff happen out here that no, I don't know. I didn't have any like missing time or any weird aches and pains or. We don't know. There was no one to corroborate with us. We didn't know what time it was to begin with. Kenny didn't say anything like he was hey. not really missing time, but I will tell you a story. I've shared it with you and now I'm about to share it with everybody else that listens to this show. This one's kind of a, a weird story. And I mean, I'm sitting there. Not even believing that I'm about to say it because it's weird to me, still weird to me. So I lived in Austin out on Lake Travis and it was kind of like country and I lived across from the marina. I had a neighbor on my left hand side and there was a house on my right hand side, but that thing stayed empty all the time. And so this is a little old lake house. 
um, I had moved in with a boyfriend and we didn't have any curtains on the windows in the beginning. You know, we didn't make a lot of money. You know, you afforded what food, <laughs> the necessities, curtains were just not that important, but being from the city, you know, and, and it's pitch dark out there. It, it creeps me out anyway, not having curtains on the windows. So my one neighbor, she was a DJ and she got up super, super, super early. She had to be at work at like, I don't know, like five o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. And she was a DJ out of Austin. And if so, even if she was leaving, you would not see her car lights because my bedroom window faced her backyard. So I wouldn't even see her leaving. So we went to bed that night. I fell asleep and this bright light filled up the room and it woke me up or so I thought, I don't know to this day. I don't, I can't tell you if I was asleep. I don't know, but this bright white light filled the room. I'm, you know, Oh my God, I'm about to die. Here come the angels. Y'all are angels, right? <laughs> and so next thing I know, I'm on this craft and there's these alien type creatures looking over me and they're talking to me. I hate these words, mind speak, but that's kind of what it was. And it, I think it's called telepathy. And they had me on, you know, those masseuse tables that you put your head in and it's got the hole, you put your face yeah. in it. It was that, except my neck was in that hole. And I kept telling them, you know, do whatever you got to do. Just don't hurt me and put me back the way that you found me. You know, if you're trying to do a study on something, you know, I don't know how I have the presence of mind to be rational with what's going on. But, you know, I just remember telling them, don't hurt me. Just don't hurt me and just put me back the way you found me. And they told me they weren't going to hurt me. And then I had this um, stinging in the back of my neck and it was a needle. It kind of hurt a little bit, you know, it wasn't pleasant. It was uncomfortable for sure. I think I was scared more than anything. And right. so next thing I know, I woke up, woke up in my bedroom. It's morning time now. And I said to my boyfriend, God, I had the weirdest dream. And I was rubbing my neck and I said, my neck hurts. He said, turn around. Let me, let me see. And, uh, I pulled up my hair and he said, well, you have a bruise on the back of your neck. I said, what? He said, yeah, you have a big old bruise on the back of your neck. And I freaked out. I said, can I tell you my dream? And I told it to him. And he said, that's weird. I said, well, how did I get the bruise? Where did that come from? And when Daniel came down for that UFO conference down there in Houston, there was this guy there. I don't know any of these people. There was this guy there. He said, have you ever had a, do you ever feel like you've ever been um, abducted by aliens? And I said, well, I had a dream about it. He goes, well, then you probably were. And I said, well, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm still super skeptical about it. Right. And um, he said, well, there's a way for me to tell. I said, what are you talking about? He said, they typically mark people 
they put something on the back of their neck. He said, no matter what, it's always on the back of your neck. He says, all I need is a black light to look. And he pulls out this black light. And I said, no, thanks. I don't think I want to know. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I want to know. That can be stressful there. Not unless he, you know, you know how, uh, what do you call those people that sleight of hand? Yeah. Not unless he put something on my neck, like pulling up my hair. He made a mark. Yeah. Or he has a stamp. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't know. Medicine got, Snake Man. Got some weird uh, black light that automatically shows Yeah. It. Yeah. I don't know. So I was like, first of or, all, I'm not going to let you do it. How would you uh, know? He's like, yeah, it's on the back of your neck. Well, well they would take a picture for me because I can't see. Well, that's if they... He's probably got a picture of somebody else's neck with a marking it's, on it. It's an app. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scare your family and friends with the new alien marking app Ew. by Hasbro. <laughs> yeah, so one, I was like, I don't really want to know. Two, even if there's a mark on my neck, I'm not going to believe it. Three, how do I know you didn't put it there? Right. So I didn't do it. I just, I just chalk it up to be in a dream, but I don't know what to tell you about the bruise. Did but, I do that in my sleep, maybe? Who knows? But has, has anything ever happened since? Any other dreams or no. experiences? No other dreams and just the experiences with just the lights. I haven't had any experiences with little gray men or whatever you want to call them. I haven't had any of that. All right. Maybe I just wasn't scared enough for them. Maybe they get off on scaring us earthlings. And I was like, just put me back the way you found me. And everything will be cool. Yeah, not. <laughs> put me back together again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, uh, can you give me a tummy tuck? <laughs> <laughs> put me back better. Yeah. Better I got some pictures I need you to check out before you... <laughs> yeah so that's that's it for me um just lights flashing go past my car the lights here in my front yard the light in my backyard when i was hugging kenny me and michelle saw um something out we were in my backyard and uh, we were just happened to just we were standing by the uh the patio, we were looking towards the fire pit and we were looking up at the sky for some reason. I don't know why. And then here comes this light, just zoom, just went super fast. And we looked at each other and we both said at the same time, did you see that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there's quite a bit that happens out here and, and, I don't want to say that quite a bit happens out here. It's just that it's dark. So you're more likely to see something because it's dark. Yeah. If things are happening as opposed to, you know, being in Houston, you know, yeah. you're not going to see a lot. Yeah. You get all that light pollution. Exactly. And, you know, I used to volunteer for the B caves observatory in Austin. They used to put me out. Well, my first time that I was with them, 
I had to work the, um, the booth and all that is, is you're stuck out in the middle of nowhere. And when people come up, they stop it. It's like a little guard shack, but there's no door, no window. So anything else was out there could get me. <laughs> and so people would just stop and you say, okay, there's going to be a guy up here with a flashlight, you know, and he'll guide you in. So all those times that I did that, I never saw anything. Then they put me on parking lot and I never saw anything then either. And then when they put me on the telescopes, I still never have ever seen anything except for your normal satellites, you know, that yeah. move up in the in space. You know, I'm not talking about those. I don't know what to make of all of it. I really don't. Who knows? Maybe Who knows? someone can come on and give us some more insight. Maybe. That's you, sir. You listening. Or you, ma'am. Ma'am. Ma or... or I don't want to, uh, what do you call it? Identify, <laughs> Identify. you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You person. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, I, I think that if I saw the lights, like what you're talking about. You know what I was thinking too, just now, um, seeing what I seen like out in the woods, I can kind of see where somebody could, uh, you know, back in the day, they would say there was fairies or whatever yeah. floating around in the woods, you know. Yeah, because what else could it be? Uh, did, you did, you ever, did you ever listen to that one podcast that I sent you about the Will-O-Wisp? No, not yet. I would listen to your other podcasts about La Chusa. Woo-wee! <laughs> I don't like those. Yeah, that's the one I listened to. So, what's this willow whisper? What is it? What it? It's like a a light. Uh, well, oh. I think I think what what it is is uh is it's kind of a, that podcast kind of uh tells a story based off of uh reports and stuff like from back in the day. So they kind of make up a story, but it's like off of true facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. I explain it where there was this guy that was, he helped out, uh, I guess it was St. Peter or whatever. And uh, uh, he, he didn't charge, he was like putting, uh, what do they call it when you shoe a horse, I guess they call it. Yeah. Hey, I sound country now. Yeehaw! That's right. Shoe a horse. Shoe a horse. Okay. So. <laughs> Uh, the guy said he didn't have any money, and he's like, oh, okay, don't worry about it, you know. He he tried to trade for some work. He's like, there's nothing an old knock-kneed old man could do for us, so I'll just do it for you, and, and you'll just be on your way. And then that, after he finished the job, he was like, hey, you, if since I don't have any money and, and you could and you could have made wishes instead, what would you wish for? And the guy's like, I wish my cup would never get empty and you know all these gambling and alcoholic wishes he asked for and uh i guess it was like saint peter or whatever that was uh giving him these wishes and he granted all his wishes but then he could never die he couldn't go to heaven he couldn't go to hell for some reason and then uh they just let uh when he went down to hell i guess they uh tried to portray the devil as a woman 
you know, I guess from old folk folklore, uh, like Viking folk folklore, yeah. where she just gave him a light or some kind of light, and all he does is roam the woods, trying to find his way. You know, well, that's other, interesting. There's other names for it. There's like jack o' lantern, and it's where yeah. he walks around with the with the a light, trying to find his way. You know, there's there's all kinds of different. Uh, stories about these things well there's one in, at bragg road um well there's several stories actually the first one is well bragg road itself that used to be railroad track way back when and um the story is that there was a guy a railman he's working late at night got his lantern and he got super close to the train tracks when the train came through and it sucked him under there and it decapitated him. And so the light that you see is his lantern and he's looking for his head. So <laughs> there's that's one story. The other story is, um, well, as you know, we've had six flags over Texas and one of them was Spain. And the legend is that the conquistadors buried gold out there. And upon their leaving or their forceful leaving of Texas, um, they left all that gold out there. And they say those are the ghosts of the conquistadors looking for their gold. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, great and mighty conquistador. Please show me the way to your riches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but boring. you know there's uh in latin you know in uh hispanics and you know legends out in mexico there's always some ghost or whatever tied into some gold you know it's, yeah it's exactly you know yeah i got a couple of friends that tell me that who knows i mean there's been so many theories as to what it is even even the things that i've seen are uh, not flashlights, um, head car, car lights. I've seen it where it looked like it was one light and it looked like it was about 50 feet in front of me. And yeah. it really freaked me out. But then all of a sudden it became two lights and then I knew it was a car and it was quite a distance away. It was definitely not 50 feet in front of me. It was way down the road. And this road is like eight miles long. So I know there's got to be some people out there that it's, have experienced it. It's really, really hard to judge distance with lights like that, you know? Like, Especially in I, the dark. Yeah. And then, I mean, the reason why I say 10 feet is because I was judging the tree that it was behind, not the actual uh, light. Yeah. Okay. So. I got you. Yeah. Brad Grove, it's kind of, it's difficult because... You can see quite a distance down there. Yeah. You know, um, we the first time we went, it was during the day. Um, you know, our, my dad lived in Rye, Texas, and I spent my summers and weekends there. And he would never, ever take me there. And so when I moved here, I asked Kenny if he would take me to Bragg Road. I didn't even know how close I was to it. And he said, yeah, let's go. So we went during the day. Um, before it got dark, just so I could see what am I looking at. And we drove down and, oh, here's another little interesting story. No lights, but it's pretty interesting. 
So we drove down the road and then we crossed the other highway and we just sat there until it got dark. Well, when it turned dark, then we made our way back down Bragg Road. Never seen any lights. Probably saw two people because apparently you got to wait around for all the partiers to come in. <laughs> so we get to the end and Kenny has to pee. So we both get out of the car and there was this biggest smell of fish. I mean, it was bad. And I already knew, I already knew the area. So I knew there wasn't a lake right there. And it smelled like someone had caught a bunch of fish and gutted them right there and threw them in the ditch. And so we got the flashlight out. We didn't see any fish, nothing. It was so stinky. So we roll on, we get back home and I say, you know what? I didn't even look. And this is like, I'm not, I'm into Bigfoot, but not like I am now. And I said, I didn't even look to see if there were any Bigfoot sightings out here, which I'm sure there were. Right. Yeah. So I went online and I was like, holy crap, you should see all the reports. And there was one or a couple that said when they had seen the Bigfoot, there was a very strong smell of fish. Wow. And so I was like, shut up. No way. <laughs> and that's not the first time that I've smelled that out there. Um, you know, I, I think that maybe we should save the rest of that for another show because there's been quite a few things that have happened to us out there. And um, it'd be nice to have, you know, someone else on the show as well that's maybe either experienced something Bigfoot out there or the lights or anything. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah that would be really good. Yes, it would. So, whoever you are. You, person. Send us an email. Email me and A-N-N-E at squatchdogs.com or Big Dog. And his email is, you guessed it, bigdog at squatchdogs.com. Hell, they can even email Wesley if they want to. What? Wesley at squatchdogs.com. Yep. Woohoo. Make sure you find us on Facebook, which we have several things on Facebook. We have a Squatch Dogs, I call it a business page. That's because no one can post on it except me. Um, you can make comments on my post, but you can't put a post directly on it. Then we have the Squatch Dogs group where anyone can post. Then we have, yeah. But the next one, I don't even promote it. And it's the Mysterious Woods page. Get on there. Yeah. And so we are also on, um, what did I say? Twitter. <laughs> we are on Twitter. You can catch us just Squatch Dogs at Squatch Dogs on Twitter and YouTube at Squatch Dogs. So any of those platforms, we have some pretty cool Sasquatch sessions on YouTube. We went into the Texas uh, Bigfoot Conference in Jefferson, Texas last year. And we videoed people who wanted to tell their stories. So and we're going to do it again. Yes, we are. There's some pretty cool stories, too. And I think the more times that we do it, the more people will get. Right. 
Everyone was kind of shy last year. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think there was another guy doing it too. He was doing a podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. So as far as I know, I don't know anyone who sits down with people and just videos them and let them tell their story. I don't interview. I don't ask questions. I let you start when you want and I let you finish when you want. I don't, it's not an interview. It's just you and the camera. Yep. So we'll be there. What is that? October 16th, 17th and 18th, I believe 16th and 17th. And then on Sunday, we typically go to, we all meet at the conference grounds and we go have lunch at big pine lodge. Oh yeah. That's, That's right. Fun. It is. That's fun to go to and just hang out with everybody and get a little extra time before you got to get back to work and exactly do all the work stuff again. And sometimes we'll go up to Falk and go to the Monster Mart because you know it's right there. Yeah, it's kind of like family reunion. Absolutely. Because I mean, um, He's got uh, new speakers coming this time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I normally go out to socialize. You won't really see me sitting. Me too. I'm outside giving people wet willies and <laughs> giving them hugs and hanging out and listening to stories and uh, catching up and, you know, just hanging out. Yeah, taking pictures, because everybody likes to take pictures with your truck. None, yeah, they always tell me to move out of the way. Can what? You, can you move out of the way so we can take a picture of your truck? Uh, oh, okay. All okay. about the truck. See how you are. Yeah, Just yeah. using I, me for my truck. I've been at the gas station, and someone asked me that. I was like, really? I'm trying to put gas in my truck? You want me to move out of the way so you can take a picture of <laughs> it? No. Just go on the other side. People love it. People love your truck. Well, I mean, I appreciate it. It's cool. If I'm trying to put gas, let me put gas, please. But you're a celeb, man. The truck is not me. Well, that's true. <laughs> All right, I think it's time to stop the ramblings of these Squatch Dogs. have a couple of announcements I'd like to make. Keith Crabtree will be holding another Falk Monster Campout. This time, it will be a Halloween bash at Allen Smith Park in Falk, Arkansas. I don't know all of the details yet, but as soon as I do, I will let you know. Squatch Dogs is a sponsor, along with Nightcaller's Bigfoot Radio. And speaking of Nightcaller's Bigfoot Radio, a big shout out to Lauren Smith, for bringing back Nightcaller's Bigfoot Radio. She will be airing her 300th episode this Sunday, August 30th, at 8.30 Central Standard Time. It's a live event on YouTube, so go and check them out. That's Nightcaller's Bigfoot Radio. We also want to send out some prayers and positive vibes to Russell Miller of Southeast Texas Bigfoot. Russell just recently had open-heart surgery, so... We here at Squatch Dogs would appreciate it if you could send up a couple of prayers for him. Until next time, thank you for listening to Mysterious Woods. 
Thanks for listening to Mysterious Woods, a podcast by Squatch Dogs. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Until then, be very afraid of the dark. Oh, my God.